I have a dream <laughs> that I have a dream that when s- religious sermons are given, they can be so clear and concise, practical and applicable and relevant to people's everyday lives that are um that people can apply immediately and experience life-changing results. What I see a lot of times is sermons that are spoken mm-hmm. and they're very theory-based. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of concepts and principles that they're just a lot of you should do this or this should be it's really based on ideals but it's kind of like skimming the surface of the ideal uh way of how things should be mm-hmm. but it doesn't come down to humanity to show the practical everyday steps that people the small steps that people can take in order for them to reach those ideals because it's one thing to present the standard and say hey this is what you should do but it's another thing to actually ex- like provide action steps they could provide simple assignments incorporate micro wins and victories mm-hmm. things that people can immediately change right now like three things that you can change today to get you closer to God's plan for your life tomorrow and what i see in being able to cultivate the skill of getting people results w- what we're looking for is a life transformation. One of the things that frustrated me so much in ministry in the past is a lot of people are going to camp meeting after camp meeting after camp meeting church service after sermon after sermon, but they're not being changed. They might be intrigued, they might find something interesting, but has it changed who they are and how they operate? Mhm. And oftentimes it's like in like especially camp meetings and things like that, it's like they they start and then they it kinda falls away. Yeah, exactly. So when people are in the environment and they're in the 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 height of their spiritual ecstasy mm-hmm then they can do the right thing or they make decisions and they make resolves to serve God and to give their hearts to Him and change things when they get home. But have they been given the tools or the mindset and or even something tangible that they can take home like a worksheet to keep them motivated, to keep them guided that um, a lot of the experience that they're going to be faced with is not something that you could really handle in one sermon Mm -hmm. because uh inspiration says a sermon is soon forgotten but a book remains and the principle is that the the spoken word i see it has the purpose of inspiring and and like implanting new ideas but it doesn't have the follow-up to be able to incorporate those new ideas and to follow through on that follow I mean that inspiration so that's not the inspiration's not enough they need that to get started but then the purpose of a video the purpose of 
an audio program or a sermon at a church or speaking engagement or a webinar or something would be to point them to something something like a worksheet, something written or a blog article or a uh, lead magnet or something that they could tangibly go through and access anytime that they want to that shows them, all right, here are three things to start doing. Here's what you need to stop doing or like something very direct because imagine like in our Christian experience, there's been lots of times where we've met people who are further along their Christian walk than we are. And a lot of times we want to know, how do you do what you do? And just because a Christian is experiencing victory in a certain area of their life doesn't mean that Christian knows how to disciple someone else so that they too can experience that victory. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, there's a sister just recently who asked me if I could be her accountability partner. She wants to develop the habit of having uh, daily devotions. And, um, and I was just thinking about that. And I realized that a lot of, like if I were to be asked that question, like five years ago, I probably wouldn't have known really what to say or do or but even like a year ago, I wouldn't have been as prepared as now because we have a step-by-step system. We've been working on worksheets. We've been working on steps. We've been going through the process and saying, okay, where do people get stuck? What are their number one challenges? What obstacles do we have to overcome? Mm-hmm. And then give them small wins and small victories to like the snowball effect to build momentum so that they can make the lasting change. And so what I realized is the worksheets out of the entire program and all the training that we do, for me, I believe that the worksheet is one of the most powerful and useful things that can be offered to our students because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the worksheets, the the video will be soon forgotten, but the worksheet is like, all right, it's time for me to get down and do the work. And then they go through and they're being asked challenging questions. There they're making the decisions with themselves and God. There they are getting ideas and they're coming up with solutions to their problems. There they are. It's like a guided, um, guided, not like a, I, I don't, I do, but I don't want to say the word guided meditation because usually when we think of guided meditation, we think of like this like weird, like spiritualism yeah. stuff. Nothing like that. But this is basically like a prayer, that we're, a conversation we're having with God that is guiding them through a process and a structure that's allowing us to be like, these are the things we need to be asking. These are the things we need to be contemplating, meditating, reviewing, mm-hmm. and sitting down and counting the costs and making a plan. Um, and that's all done with a worksheet. You can't really do that with a video. And you can do that as you're coaching someone or you're a Bible worker. Any gospel worker is like a, like in the information business or the knowledge business um, or in the information um, revolution or uh, industry. That's what they call coaches. Um, but as a Bible worker, um, as a mentor, as a coach, we have to give people like simple people are looking for direction they want to be told what to do people crave clarity and to give someone the gift of clarity would be so helpful imagine if i said um all right what i want you to do is um figure out what you want to study 
If you're going to be studying what's relevant, figure out what you want to study. And that was your assignment. Your chances of doing that would be kind of slim. Yeah, because it's very vague. It's vague and it's unclear. But Mm -hmm. then if I'm like, all right, what I want you to do is to create what I call a personal curriculum. What? You don't have a personal curriculum? You need to stop what you're doing right now and don't even think about the other steps. Create a personal curriculum right now. That's the first step. And in that personal curriculum, what you're going to do is to create a list of 10 ideas that you are 10 subjects that you want to study that are relevant to your experience right now if you're having troubles coming up with 10 questions Mm -hmm. i mean 10 subjects to study then go check out the personal curriculum framework where we've provided you a list of questions that will jog your memory so that you can for sure come up so you'll never run out of of subjects that are relevant in your experience. So never again do you have to question in the morning, what am I going to study today? Mm-hmm. And then get discouraged, waste your time, and then stop. So never again are you going to waste any precious time in your communion with God. You're going to know exactly what is relevant. You've planned ahead. You've lived with intention. You've woken up. And it's time with God. And you've already made the decision before of what you're going to study and allow God to speak to you through his word. So we so we have given you a personal curriculum worksheet that you can fill out, make your list of 10, and we've provided you a personal curriculum framework to help jog your memory. Mm-hmm. You see the difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Between like figure out what you want to study. That's what we do in a lot of sermons. That's what we do when people are coming to us asking for help as Bible workers, gospel workers, evangelists, teachers, we're like, oh, you need to figure out what you need to study, what you want to study. Figure, figure out this. You should do that. You should stop. Um, people are like, I'm struggling with appetite. I really need help to overcome uh, eating my Takis, uh, my spicy Cheetos. And you're like, oh, this is what you should do. Just stop eating junk food. And they're like, but that's what I'm coming to you for. Help. Like, how do I stop eating junk food? Well, what you want to do is, you know, step one, uh, identify all the junk food in your food and stick it in a box. Step two, donate it to someone who needs it more than you or get rid of it. Give it to a food bank. Get it out of your house. Step three, don't make provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Don't buy more junk food. Step four, overcome evil with good you have to replace it with something better find something that you can Mm. replace these things with oh but how do i find the substitutes all right here's a resource go over to the appendix of the 10 talents cookbook and you'll see a list of substitutes and it's like well how do i know what to make that i like well here is a worksheet in this cookbook you'll see it has a list of substitutes so everything that you know how to make you can create still and eat you just need to learn the substitute so whatever make a list of the things that you you make a list not just make a list but say list five of your favorite meals that you love to prepare and come back to me you see how simple that is it's like all right these are the five boom done all right 
Now, show me the recipes for these five things, the ingredients. And they're like, all right, boom, here's the recipes. All right, now let's take one recipe. Let's see what needs to be substituted. And then like marked, identified, identified. All right, these three items. So we got like vinegar, we have chocolate, and we have um, sugar. So these are the three things that are not good. Everything else was fine. Let's go to this worksheet in this cookbook that has all, a list of substitutes. Let's mm -hmm. look for vinegar. Oh, vinegar, we could use lemon juice. Done. So instead of chocolate, we could use carob. Done. And then instead of um, sugar, we can use honey. All right. There. You can use, you can have the same recipe, cook the same thing, mm -hmm. just That's what I do. substitute. That's what we do all the time. That's what I'm saying. You've done this in your experience. I did this in my experience. But when people come to us saying, how do I get rid of junk food? How do I change what I've done? The thing is, everyone who's successful is doing the same things, but they don't realize what they've done. They have not studied to teach. Mm. And so when we're able to provide people very clear, actionable steps, then they're able to have that transformation in their experience. Mm -hmm. so that is where I see providing people with worksheets or frameworks that they can follow are going to help people to have that, that conversion experience it's going to help people um, it's going to allow the Holy Spirit to have more to work with to change their hearts and help them to overcome and I believe this is part of the discipling process really what a worksheet is it's a system it's a system to follow to get a consistent result. It's a recipe. So you got the recipe for the cookie. You have the recipe. You, follow, you put the ingredients together. You, you do the order. You follow the directions. You mix when they tell you to mix liquids and dry ingredients. And you, and you, you cook it in the oven. And, when it, and, and you have to make sure it's for the right amount of time. So it's very specific and measurable. Mm -hmm. And when it comes out, boom, you got a batch of cookies. Creates consistent results. Consistent results. So you don't have to guess. When you have a worksheet, you could find any result in the Word of God, any result in the Christian experience, any result in the seven areas of our life. And we can follow the system. And um, and the Lord really blesses through systems. He said, "All thing, let all things be done decently and in order. Mm -hmm. And discipleship is mentoring discipleship is coaching discipleship is is helping others to overcome and and jesus is looking for more disciples like second timothy 2 2 paul said to timothy the things that thou have heard of me before many witnesses the same commit thou to faithful men who will teach others also so you see like this multiple layer of leadership these different levels of of discipling others of the same gospel, the same message, the same lifestyle experience, and being faithful, mm -hmm. the faithfulness. Mm. So that's my dream.